Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. John chapter number 15, verse number 1. This is very familiar, and as I looked at it, I honestly, I thought within myself, I knew Wednesday night this was what I'd be preaching this evening, and I thought to myself, well, that's a young preacher kind of message, young preacher kind of scripture, but it's what God has put on my heart. So do pray for us this evening. Uh, John, yeah, John 15, 1, says, I'm the vine, ye are the, uh, I'm the vine, the true vine, my father, is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, uh, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. That goes right there what was just saying. We're clean through the word. We're not clean through the news. Uh, anyways, we're clean through the word. Verse 4, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye accept... You abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. We need to get a hold of that right there. If any man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them uh, and cast them into the fire, uh, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father... Glorified that ye uh, be that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. And the Father, ha- uh, as the Father have hath loved, so hath I loved you. Continue ye in my love, our heavenly Father. God, I do thank you, Lord, you've allowed us to come into your house again. God, I do thank you for your precious word. And God, I thank you, Lord, for using it to speak to our hearts. And God, I pray that you'd help us, God, to rightly divide your word for a little bit, God. God, I know I'm nothing. God, I need your help. God, I need your touch. God, I pray that somebody will get help this evening. God, I say thank you, Lord, for what you give me. And God, I pray, Lord, you go to each pew. God, I beg of you, God, to speak to each heart. God, I pray that God will get our eyes on you. Just touch. God, you me as a mouthpiece for you, God. God, if there's one lost, I pray, God, you'd save them tonight. Encourage the saints, and God will be sure. Give the praise, the honor, and the glory for it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I'm not going to read back through that because y'all don't want to put up with my reading here. I know it ain't good. I admit it. But uh, as we look right here, like I said, very familiar uh, scripture within the Bible we're looking at right here. We know of the vine and the branches. And I'll start by saying this. God don't save us to sit around. God don't save none of us to sit back and to do absolutely nothing. God don't save us to... I'm not being mean in the way I say this, but God don't save us to sit on the church pew and do absolutely nothing. He wants us to provide fruit or bring forth fruit. He wants us to do something. So I'm not able... You can pray, you can get in your Bible, and you can study. If you look in your Bible and you'll get into the looking at fruit in the Bible, fruit, uh, when I think of fruit in the Bible, I think of witnessing, knocking on doors. The Bible says that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. 
I ain't going to try to, I'll forget it all. But that's what the fruit of the Spirit is. And when we look at it, you say, how can I bear fruit? You get in God's Word and you go to pray and you'll go to bearing fruit. Whether it's praying for your pastor, whether it's praying for your church, whatever it may be, you'll go to bearing fruit. But we see in these verses, we can take out of these verses, God don't intend us to sit around. God didn't save us to sit around. Uh, I, I know some of y'all, most of y'all, we we in North Carolina, all right. I'm 34 years old and I hate gardens. I mean, I like them, but I hate them. Daddy had green bean rows when I was little. About from here to the back of church, about five of them. I don't know why he made so many. We didn't need but just a little one, you know, uh, just enough to get over with. But uh, but we know about gardens, and, and it's saying that and talking about the gardens there. You don't plant a garden just for fun. You don't plant a garden to just see what it's going to do. But when you plant a garden, you plant a garden for a reason. When you put a seed in the ground, you put a seed in the ground to get fruit from that. You put you put a, a seed of corn in the ground so that later you can get some corn up so you can eat. When we look at this right here and we look and we come into verse 1, we see it says, I am the true vine. I am the true vine. True right there. When you look at true, it's that which has not only the name and resemblance, but the real nature corresponding to the name. Did y'all get that? It's about four foot over my head, but it's good. That which has not only the name and resemblance, but the real, true nature. A real nature corresponding to the name. It's what it really is. It's what it says it is. When he says that he's the true vine, he is the true vine. He is the vine. You look on right there, he says, that my father is the husbandman. The true vine right there is referring to Jesus Christ. That's who it's talking about. This is simple, I know, but I'm simple-minded. Uh, it's, it's referring to Jesus Christ. The husbandman right there is referring to God. We see three people in these scriptures. I promise I'll get to where I'm going in a minute. Um, when I first started, I'd done been done. <laughs> but, but, but the true vine is Jesus. The husbandman is God. Then you go on down and we see mention of the branches. The branches are mentioned. The branches is referring to the children of God. That's the people of God that the Bible's talking about right there. It's talking about the, the, the people of God. And we see some things here. Now I've got to be quiet or I'll get into my stuff. Uh, I want to look for a few minutes tonight at abiding in the vine. Abiding in the vine. If you'll take notice and you'll read down through there, the word abide is mentioned quite a few times. And I, I personally believe that's a big problem with our country. There's nobody abiding in the vine anymore. We're abiding in everything else in the world. I'll be honest. I'm going to be nice. I ain't going to say nothing. I kind of, I mean, I didn't like COVID because it's bad and it killed a lot of people, made people sick, but I like the fact that it shut a lot of sports down for a while. Thank God for that. Anyways, let's leave that alone. That's just my opinion. Uh, the Bible's more important. But, uh, but we, when we look here, we notice abide is in, the, in this scripture a lot. A lot through here, the word abide is, is in here. And that's what I want to look at for a few minutes tonight. Abide in the vine. Abide or abiding in the vine. First off, I want to point out about abiding, abiding in the vine. The realization of abiding in the vine. The realization of abiding in the vine. You say, what do you mean? Notice in here, I, I don't know if y'all pay attention. I'm, I'm about one of the dumbest people in here, I'll be honest. But it's true. I had six Englishes in high school. You're supposed to have four. Who can beat that? <laughs> yeah, I don't see no hands going up. Are you too ashamed of it? But notice as we read here, y'all know what personal pronouns are? I think that's I, me, and my. I think that's what they're called. I am the vine. 
I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, uh, He take the... If you go down, notice how many I, me, and my's are through there. It's, it's through there. You'll see it over and over and over. It's Jesus Christ talking about He is the vine. We're the branches. But what I, what, what I want to get out there, the realization of abiding in the vine. If we want to abide in the vine, there's going to have to be a realization right there. Uh, notice with me what the Bible says. All the I, me, and mice. We must realize our position in the vine. Who's doing the talking right here in the Scripture? It sure ain't me. It's Jesus Christ right there. I am the vine. I am the true vine. My Father is the husbandman. It's Him. we got to realize when we're in this vine right here, the abiding in the vine, I'm, not, I'm nothing special. I may be the pastor of our shield of faith, but it's all the rest of them that keeps me in line. If it weren't for Miss Louise there and Jasmine and Tina, I'd... We, want, we probably wouldn't show up to church because I'd forget about it. Like what, they say, what time does church start? I don't know, whenever Jasmine says get there. But, but shield of faith is nothing. It's not of me. Shield of faith has nothing to do with me. When we look at the abiding in the vine, there has to be a realization. You say, what do you mean? The realization of our, our, our position, we abide in Him. Nowhere in that Scripture right here do you see that He abides in us. He does abide in me. But I abide in Him. I don't go out and work to uplift mine. I don't go out and do things to uplift Chris Danley. But when I do that, I'm going out to uplift the name of God because I abide in Him. There must be a realization in abiding in the vine. We've got to realize. I, 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 I told y'all I ain't real smart. And I tell the church that all the time, but I really ain't. I just get where I'm going. I, don't, I can't help it. When I get there, I look around like, how did I get here? But, but, but when you look at that, there has to be a realization. You say, what do you mean? The realization, what does the Bible say? He must increase, but I must decrease. He must increase, but I must decrease. If it ain't for Him, we won't have breath. We won't be, we won't be here tonight. We, we might be overseas in some country where they're fighting right now. But by the grace of God, we're sitting in a church in a free country, sitting on a pew, worshiping God. We've got to realize, there must be a real, realization, we abide in Him. We abide in Him. I'm just going to have to throw this stuff out there and we're going to go home because there's too much stuff. When, you look, when we, ab- we abide in Him, every one of y'all's planted something, ain't you? Y'all know, you know a little bit about it. Y'all plant all kinds of stuff. You plant that, you put that in the ground, you go back later and you get the weeds away from it and you put fertilizer out and water it and it begins to grow up. You look at that abiding right there. I'm nothing. I would not be able to stand... Y'all, most of y'all know from when I first started here, I wouldn't say hey to nobody, wouldn't talk to nobody. I was shy, I was backwards, but look where God's got me to. It's nothing of me, it's all of Him. It's abiding. There must be a realization. I'm going to move on. There has to be a realization. There must be a realization of our position in the vine. I'm trying to get away from that. Do you know the, the branches on a vine? How many of y'all ever seen a vine with branches? Y'all have, ain't you? All right, then. How many of the how many times do you see the branch with the roots and the vine don't have roots? Vine don't have the uh, the vine has the roots and the branches don't, does it? The 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 branch is just a little piece of something big. 
We're just a little piece of something big is all we are. Uh, I, I, I'm going to try to move on. There's the realization. We've got to realize our position. But not only do we realize our position, but we must realize our need of the vine. And there I was getting all over myself. We've got to realize our need of the vine. I am the true vine, and my Father is the husband. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that is... Uh, uh, I, I'm, I lost my place. Right, y'all stick. Go to verse 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. There's a necessity right there. We must realize the necessity of being part of that vine. I, I told you I can't do it on my own. If I stood up here and tried to preach, I'll, I'll be honest, I'd talk about tractors and who knows what, catfishing and everything else. It'd be, y'all be so confused by the time we got done and we left, y'all be thinking I was crazy. I'd be in that nut house before the night went out. I promise you I would. My, my. But what, we've got to realize the necessity. That we've got to realize our position, we're in God, but the necessity. You look at a vine. When they go and they plant a vine, let's take corn. I know more about corn than I do a vi- uh, vine. You take corn, you put that grass. You ain't going to have no ear of corn until that vine grows up. You ain't going to have a stalk till the corn's planted. You got to realize the need. Can anybody in here real quick tell me where hamburger comes from? I'm sorry. It don't come from a store. Ain't that what most kids say nowadays? It comes from the store. It comes from the store, but it's got to come from somewhere else, y'all. That what I'm getting at right there. The, there there's the, we must realize the need for a cow to get in the store. It's got to go to the processing place. I'm sorry, but it does. It has to. It's got to come from the field. It's got to go all through all that process. It's part of life. To get there, for us to produce fruit, for us to abide in the vine, we'll have to realize our position in Christ, but we'll have to realize our necessity for Christ. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. There's a realization in abiding in the vine. Not only is there a realization in abiding in the vine, uh, but there is also uh, the reliance of abiding in the vine. I know y'all, y'all know me from being here. Y'all thinking I got big words. I just got internet. I don't have big words. <laughs> Abiding in the vine. Abiding in the vine. There's a realization of it. And there's a reliance of it. There's a realization. You've got to realize where you're at. You've got to realize who you are. I'm going to be nice. I was about to be mean. There's a reliance of it. There's a reliance of abiding in the vine. We must re- uh, rely on Him to lift us up. Go with me to verse number 2. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, He taketh away. I read that and I thought, well, if it ain't bearing, away, bearing fruit, they're just going to get rid of you. you. When you look at that taketh away right there, that's not what the Bible's talking. He's not just doing away with it. But when you get in there and you look at that and you study on that taketh away, what that's talking about is when that vine falls down, that branch falls down, and that branch gets in the dirt, that branch won't produce fruit when it's in the dirt. Can I tell you something else? A Christian ain't going to produce no fruit for God when he's in the dirt. When he's in the sin of the world, you live in the world... You walk like a duck, you talk like a duck. It's hard to produce fruit when you're in the world. 
But you look at that, when we look at that verse 2, it says he taketh away. What the Bible's talking about right there, the husbandman, God, will come along and he'll get that vine. He'll pick that vine up, he'll brush the dust off, and he'll fasten that vine to where that vine will stay up there. When he does that, he's doing, he's taking, we must realize, we must realize that we've got to rely on him to lift us up. How many of y'all have been in a hard time in the past year? Pastoring in a parking lot is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Pastoring in a church, boy, it was a, I loved it. It was fun. I could see my people. I loved it. When we got outside, everybody hated me. I'd look around the parking lot. The David's over there playing on his phone. I guarantee it. I'd look around. I couldn't see nobody. All I could see was glares on windshields. I couldn't see nobody and it messed with my mind. I let it play with my mind. Let, it, let me get to thinking nobody cares. I got low. I got to the point. You know what? I'm done. This is crazy. I'm fed up with this. I can go back up there and sit on Brother Jonathan and let him pre- preach to me. I'll preach when I get an open door. I'll sit back and I won't have to study like I do now. I can just sit back and take it easy. You know what God come along and done? Yeah. Took that old vine. Picked that vine up. Brushed all that dirt off. He picks me up. He wipes off my sin. He puts me on my feet again, that song says. Picks me up, brushed all that dirt off, set me back up there and said, here you go. You can go a little bit farther. I thank God I didn't give up and quit. He will, he, we must realize He'll lift us up. Isaiah 41, 13 says, For I, the Lord, thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. What did He tell Joshua over and over? Uh, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. What is that right there? When that old vine is falling down. Every one of us go through hard times. Every one of us go through valleys. And abiding in Him, what does the Bible say? Uh, All that live godly shall suffer persecution. We're going to suffer. We're going to go through valleys. We're going to go through hard times. But can I tell you something? According to what the Bible says right there, the, 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 the ones that are bearing no fruit, He taketh away. He don't get rid of it. He picks that thing up, brushes it off, and gets the Word to hold up and begin to bear fruit. It's what the Bible says. It's what I understood. If I'm wrong, y'all correct me. Romans 6, uh, Romans 6 verse 22 says, But now being made free, but now being made free from sin. What did I just say? At that vine, when that vine's filthy and that vine's dirty, Daddy used to, I told y'all about the green beans. Daddy just planted them. And then he got to where when I growed up and got out of the house, he'd put uh, like hog wire down through there and then let it run up in then it was easier to pick them. I like to whoop my daddy for doing that. Why didn't we had to flip a vines over it? I hated it. Golly, that's torment. I'm, I, I wouldn't want to go to hell. The Bible says torment. I'd be afraid to put big green beans down there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But in Romans, see, when it's down in the dirt, what I understood, it can't produce fruit. So he picks it up. What did Romans 6, 22 say? But now being made free from sin. Yeah. You say, that's too strong. I can't do it. Well. I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't conquer this sin. I can't do nothing about it. You may not be able to, but God sure can. God, I need you right now. God, I need your help. God, I beg of you, Lord, to help me right now. And you know what God will do? He reached down there. It's all right. I got you. Jesus Christ was tempted. He come out of, yeah, but he was Jesus. He's as much God. Yeah, he is. But he's still, right there, he was in the flesh. He's as much man as man was. 
I'll tell you something else. Can we run a rabbit? I want, I got to hurry. I get sick. The devil made me do it. Go rob a bank tomorrow. Go rob a bank tomorrow. Y'all going to do it? If I tell y'all tomorrow, if I come and bring y'all some cocaine and tell y'all to do it, y'all going to do it? Why are you going to take advice from the devil then? Anyways, Isaiah 41, 13, Romans 6, 22, Matthew eleven thirty. I'll probably try to preach fast so we can hurry up and get out of here. Matthew eleven thirty says, "Come unto me, all ye that are all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." That old vine gets heavy, begins to hang down. You go to him. What does the Bible say? Uh, uh, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Lift you up, and he'll help you bear that burden. You get in a down spot and you get down and you think, I can't go another day. I can't go another mile. I can't do this. And you go call on God. God, come by and pick you up. You got this. You can go another mile. Let's move on. We see there's the reliance in abiding. We must rely, uh, rely on Him to lift us up. Not only must we rely on Him to lift us up, but we must rely on Him to cleanse us. We must rely on Him to cleanse us. Go to verse 2, back to verse 2. It said, He purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Let's back up and catch a little bit more of that. And every branch that beareth fruit, He purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. It's already bearing a little fruit. It's already bearing a little bit, but you want a little more. God wants all He can get. He wants our whole heart, not half. It's bearing a little bit of fruit. There just a little bit. Doing a little bit for God. He wants more. We must realize He'll clean us up. So I can't do... I said a little bit a while ago, you got a drug act, so I go to church. I know somebody in particular ain't a drug addict, but they drink. I go to church, but I'm a drunk, and I just can't quit. Well, go to church and tell God. God will help you with that. But, but we must real, rely on Him to cleanse us up. That purgeth us. I was reading that, and I was studying on that, and I always thought it was just going there and clip it. But I was reading after one writer, and it was talking about how, y'all, y'all know good and well the, the bugs, I don't know, when you dusted your beans, who done it with a coffee can and a stick? Yeah. Poke holes in the bottom of it. I learned how to do that when I was little. But you put that dust on there to keep the bugs off, keep from eating your taters up and all. That, as I was reading on that, I'm pretty sure back in that day they didn't have seven dust. Kill them honeybees. But, but what I was reading about that, and I was reading on that and was looking at, when the bugs would get on that, the, the, their vine... That 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 uh, husbandman would go along, and he would take water and he'd pour on that, wash him off. Y'all like what? <laughs> Y'all get on board here. <laughs> what does that have to? We must rely on him to cleanse us. If he, let me get right here what the Bible says, verse three. Now, now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Can I be honest for a minute? When's the last time y'all read your Bible? What if we went around right now and we ask everybody when's the last time you read your Bible? We 
when's the last time you took a shower? I hope it was recent. <laughs> if it ain't, I love y'all. We'll see you later. <laughs> it's hard. You, you, you go to work tomorrow. If I go to work tomorrow, and I say, golly, Chris, you stink. Well, I ain't had a bath in about four weeks. It'd be hard to be cleansed without having a bath, wouldn't it? It'd be hard to be cleansed with a word when you don't know the word. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. What cleanses them right there? The word. I, I, I'm trying to move on, I promise. Ephesians 5.26, it says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. What do we say? We must rely, rely on Him to cleanse us. Not only that, I put this one down too. He cleanses us through the Word. He cleanses us through the blood though. 1 John 1, 7. I'm just going to throw it out and move on. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sins. Cleanseth us. If we want to abide in God, we're going to have to rely on Him to lift us up. We're going to have to rely on Him to cleanse us. I'm almost done, I promise. Go ahead and say amen. I know somebody wants to. <laughs> abiding in Him, there's a realization of the abiding. There's a reliance of the abiding, but there's also a reward in the abiding. And I, I promise I'm done. You hear, you hear reward, you know you're about done. Reward don't come to the end. If you'll abide in Him, y'all know who gets trophies? Who gets trophies, Pastor? Winners? Not this day, do they? <laughs> Everybody gets them now, but winners get trophies. Winners get trophies. I've never studied in depth on the crowns on the, in the Bible. But if you want some crowns, you're going to have to do something. You get there, well, I got saved and I didn't step foot back in church. Well, I personally don't believe you got saved if you don't step foot back in church. That's my opinion. I got armpits too and they stink. But the reward, if we'll, we'll abide, if we'll realize we're nothing without Him, our, our righteousness is as filthy rags. If we'll realize that we need Him, we'll be able to abide in Him. If we'll, we'll re, uh, our reliance, if we'll rely on Him to lift us up and to cleanse us, that's when the reward will come along. Look with me in verse number 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you. Let's hit that again. If ye abide in me, that's Jesus, and my words, His words, Abide in you. Ye shall ask what ye, uh, what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Wherein is my Father glorified, that, he, uh, that ye may bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. I believe we need to put that on every billboard in the country. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, what was we looking at? Abiding in the vine tonight. It don't say that if you'll just sit back and have a good time, you'll, you'll get a reward. If you'll sit back and just do whatever in the world you want to, you'll get an answered prayer. 
That ain't how it is. It says, if ye abide in me. I ain't at church, so I'm going to be nice. <laughs> half-hearted. You know what's killing church? It's half-heartedness. Right. I looked at somebody one day, I said, I'm going to go to church like some people do. And it won't take long. Shield of faith, David's going to come to me and say, hey, Chris, you're done. You've laid out on four Wednesdays in a row. You ain't been here on a Sunday night. You're done. The Bible says, study to show thyself approved unto God, not the church. But it is kind of hard when you study all week and you go to church and don't nobody want to show up, ain't it? I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> Truth's the truth. Right. I'll be mean. Y'all don't want him. It's true. The reward, I'm sorry, i got to get... The reward of the abiding. Notice verse 7. We see the abiding there. You shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. How many of y'all have ever prayed, God, I need help right now? How many of you ever been to a spot where you ain't been exactly where you ought to be with God, and you needed God right now? God, I'm sorry I done this, and I told this and off, and I... Run that guy off the road the other day and I done this and I done that. God, I'm sorry. And 30 minutes later, God, I need you. What does the Bible say? If you abide. What is abide? Remain in. Remain in. We remain with Him. Keep sin out of the way. The reward of it. If we'll abide in Him, the reward, God will answer prayers. Psalm 66, 18, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not, will not hear my prayer. Will not. If we'll abide in Him, we'll keep sin out of the way. We don't have to worry about that. I won't throw these others out. We'll be done. The reward, God will hear and answer prayers. And just clarify that. If you're praying to win the lottery... God ain't answering. Well, I prayed and God didn't answer my prayers. Was it something according to God's will? Not only that, but go with me to verse number 8. I really like this one. Herein is my Father glorified. Abide in the vine. What goes with abiding in the vine? There must be a realization. There must be a reliance. Then will come the reward. I'll promise you, I don't preach for the glory. If I did, Shield of Faith would be finding a pastor's Wednesday. I wouldn't go back. I'd give up on it. I don't preach for the uplifting of Chris. I'm useless. I'm not, I, I can't hardly... About all I'm good at in life is driving a truck. And I ain't much good at that. But what, is the, why, what, what, what are we here for tonight? Yes, see, soul saved, but it's glorify God. We're to glorify God. Let me find back. 1 Corinthians 10, 31. Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. What did our verse say right there? We see all, this stuff, all these verses leading in here to abiding in the vine. Herein is my Father glorified. If we'll abide in the vine... Father, be glorified just real quick, and I'm done. The reward, 
God will answer prayers. God will be glorified. But what else? God will allow discipleship. Notice the last part of it right there. So shall ye be my disciples. So shall ye be my disciples. If we'll abide in Him, what does that verse say? I know I've heard the pastor say a lot. Being a young preacher, Brother Heath, I know you've probably heard it. What is it? Uh, uh, to whom much is given, much is required. Is that it? Yeah. I heard that a time or two. There's some more. But he, if we'll abide, if you want to do something for me, prove yourself. You want to come to my house and put shingles on the house? Yeah. You won't prove yourself. I promise you ain't getting on my roof. Hear me, Randy? You ain't touching until I see the work. If we'll abide in Him, Brother Ricky Cawthorn one time said, if you want fruit, you got to go out on a limb. If you want fruit, you got to go out on a limb. If we'll go out on a limb for God, get to abiding for God, or abiding in God, we'll see a reward. What we're going to have to do, abiding in God, and I'm done. There's a realization. It's nothing of us. It's not me. It ain't none of y'all. It's all of God. He must increase, but I must decrease. I promise I'm about done. I say that about 14 times. That's two down. I know I've done it. I think I've heard you say it. I know I have. You get up. Well, I've got the right outline. I, I, I've got the boy tonight's going to be good. People are going to shout. Somebody's going to get saved. It's going to be good tonight. Somebody's going to run them aisles. I know they will. I know they will. You get up there and you begin to preach. And God, where are you at? God, what, where, what's going on? You realize you're up there by yourself. You know why? Because you try to step out and be the vine instead of the branch and abide. We'll have to realize our position. We'll have to realize our need. The reliance. We must rely on Him to lift us up. We must rely on Him to cleanse us. Then the reward. If we'll abide, we'll get the reward. When I was little, I played baseball. I played on the bench most of the time. It's true. I did. I was pretty good at it. I'd sit up there, and one coach got on to me one time. A guy struck out. I was like, hey, good try, buddy. <laughs> Don't say it again. We're, he struck out. We're going to lose. <laughs> Sorry, he tried. I strike out every time. That's why I'm on the bench. <laughs> but we get to the end of the year, and they'd be having pizza and giving away trophies. And I always had that MVP trophy. Man, I wanted that. They don't have it for my position. <laughs> they never give one for playing on the bench. I tried. Boy, I get there and I thought, I got it this year. I've got it. I know I do. Boy, I got it. And that cost somebody else. What in the world? But when I look back now at baseball... I played baseball because I was hanging out with my buddies and playing in the dirt. My mind the whole time in baseball was riding a go-kart. <laughs> Y'all remember the old Rebel go-karts? Yeah, I had one. You watch Dukes of Hazard for a week and then weekend roll around. 
It's going to be a fun weekend. But my mind was always, my mind was never on, boy, let's go play ball. At the end of the year, I never got the reward. If we want a reward, I, I want a reward of glorifying Him. We're going to have to abide. It's nothing of us. We're all of Him.